BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Note to Self with Peyton Sartin. Hi guys, and welcome back to Note to Self with Peyton Sartin. That's me, I'm Peyton Sartin. Right off the bat, I'm going to do my weekly apology for if you can hear anything crazy going on in the background right now. Downtown is alive today, my friends. It is so fucking loud down there. (laughs) There are sirens. There are people revving their engines. I specifically hear people speaking. I don't know how I'm hearing them talk because I'm 30 floors up from ground level. But something's happening down there today. People are really feeling the vibes of LA being open, I guess. So everyone's out and about. I do appreciate the energy, just not when I'm trying to record a podcast, okay? Some updates. I got back from DC from visiting Joe. It's always so bittersweet leaving DC. Never in my life did I think that I would meet a man that made me genuinely miss him, okay? Like, I mean, many of you who have been here for a while around these parts (laughs) have seen me on social media, hot girl summering for 26 years. Uh, You guys know the vibes. I just didn't think that I'd be this person to wake up in the morning you know, here in LA, away from Joe, and be, like, sad. And at the same time, I'm really happy because I love my life here, and I am a worthless piece of garbage when I go visit Joe, just because, like, the time change makes me so tired all the time. And then the moment I adjust to the time change, it's time for me to come home. So it's just a lot. And then also there's the whole added thing of, In D.C., the weather isn't always great, so, like, I wake up ready to, like, work and go shoot and all that stuff, and then it's, like, torrential downpouring, Um, and then, you know, Joe has to go to the field basically every day, so I work with his schedule, so I, like, hang out with him whenever he's not at the field, so, for example, let's say he has a 7 p.m. game. He goes to the field at 2 p.m., but that means all morning I hang out with him to get, like, our quality time in, and then it's 2 p.m., and I have to get to work. And then I'm like not in work mode and then it's raining and then I don't know what to do with myself. And I'm like, okay, what can I do in this short period of time? And then I'm tired and then I just like go home and go to sleep. (laughs) And that's me in DC. And then I wait for Joe to get back and he gets back at like 10 PM. And that was our schedule. So I miss Joe and that's sad when I come home. And, but then I come home and I'm back to my normal self. We're out and about. I'm getting my work done. I'm shooting everything. I feel like a boss. I feel like I'm doing stuff. 
So it's really hard to live this double life. Uh, And it's going to be really interesting to see how I acclimate living with him. I think it's going to be different, obviously, when I move somewhere and I have all my stuff there and all my clothes and like I have a more set schedule. Also, the fact that I don't have a car in D.C., like I take Joe's car. I like drop him off and then take his car wherever I want to. But it's just like it's not my car. I don't know what's going on. I don't know the city that well. So like it's just not the same as when you actually live somewhere and trying to be productive where you live. When you're traveling, it's just difficult to stay on task. I did actually do a somewhat of a good job of working out this time around, which was truly shocking to me. Every day that I did end up at the gym, um, I was very impressed with myself, even if I only stayed there for like 30 minutes. I still, still very impressed. So just got back from DC, trying to reacclimate. Um, This weekend, actually, I'm going to Houston, so I'm flying out on Friday to Houston. I'm coming back here to L.A. on Sunday, so I'll only be gone for a couple of days. But my best friend from college is having her bridal shower, so I'm headed there to hang out with my friends and just have a quick two-day stay. Ask me if there's something I'd like to do less than get on another plane in four days, three days, or whatever it is. Uh, I do not want to do that. But alas, I must. I'm actually very excited to see my college friends. I miss them so much. I never get an opportunity to see them. And every single one of them basically lives in Houston. I have like a couple friends in Dallas, mostly like not from college though. And then all my college friends, like literally every single one of them lives in Houston. And I never have a reason to go there except for if it's someone's like someone's getting married or like some kind of bridal shower or like whatever it is. So I'm really excited to go to Houston and see my friends. But again... Going to LAX, getting on a fucking plane, doing all that stuff, not exactly what I want to do at the moment. And then the next weekend will be 4th of July, and then I'm going to go see Joe in San Diego on the 5th of July. So we're going to be floating around. We're going to be doing lots of stuff in the coming weeks, and I think my vlogs are going to reflect that on YouTube. I'm going to try to record as much as possible. Another update that I kind of teased on Instagram yesterday, I made my first like hire. I hired an assistant. You guys will meet her in an upcoming vlog. Today was her actually her first day. Um, I'm recording this, by the way, this intro on Monday. So y'all are hearing it one day behind. So if you're hearing this, yesterday was her first day and she's working with me um, most days out of the week. And it's been a very exciting time to like kind of scale my business in this way. It is crazy how much more productive I was today just with her here. One, when you hire someone, you have to get your shit together enough to schedule in like obviously their schedule and what they're going to be doing. And then the fact that we can do like essentially like double time work is amazing. Um, This is only her first day, like I said, but already loving the vibe. It is really difficult and scary to kind of like be responsible for someone else now. (laughs) I was telling her it's crazy to hire like a full on human being to work for you because then you're like, oh shit, I really got to get my shit together now. And while it is so helpful, it is so scary. I don't know why. I just kind of feel like intimidated by the fact that I have an assistant. (laughs) It doesn't feel like I'm a person that should have an assistant, but like I need one. And um, so yeah, the whole scaling my business thing has been such a crazy experience trying to like reinvest money back into making my business whether it's what I do in terms of like influencer stuff or, you know, the podcast, which kind of falls under the influencer stuff 
or full disclosure, uh, my brand, it is, there's just a lot going on. And it's really difficult sometimes to make some solid income and then like completely reinvest it and reinvest it into the business, try to scale your business, try to make sure that you're growing your business in that way. Um, it's just always such a risk. You know, you'd have the money in your hand and then you're like, okay, well, I have to put it back in the business to make it bigger and, um, and make it more profitable in the end. But it's always just a risk, especially when you're the person making all the decisions and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. (laughs) I'm doing my best though. I'm learning. Things are coming along. Collection two is coming along. Obviously everything takes longer than you would think, but the hiring of my assistant has been so far in the last 24 hours. Amazing. I'm just kind of onboarding her into everything. And I think it's going to be really great. So I can't wait for y'all to meet her in a future vlog, some more updates. So, uh, this last week when I was visiting Joe, we had some conversations kind of about the next couple of years where I'm going to, you know, where I want to be, where he's going to be. Um, we are planning on moving in together in December, uh, just cause my lease is up and I need somewhere to go. So the long distance thing is becoming not, I wouldn't say an issue. Cause again, I've discussed, I like how I have my independence and all that stuff, but I feel like we probably need to be together <laughs> at some point. I mean, I'm 27 years old. I'll be 28 in December. I don't want to like wait another year and then I'm 29 and then I live with him for a year. So then I'm 30 and then I decide like at 30, like, Oh, I actually don't even like see this going anywhere because we can't live together because of whatever possible crazy reason that could come up. You know, I just kind of want to test him out now. (laughs) We don't need to wait any longer. We've been dating at that point for about a year and a half by December. So I feel like it's the right time. So we're just discussing like what we want to do, of course, with his job, there's some limitations, but he does have to like establish residency somewhere and like actually live somewhere in the off season. And so we're talking about living in, you know, states with no income tax, enter Texas as much as, so I I talked about Texas in this episode with Claudia, which we'll get into in a second. I, my dream life, like my dream, dream life is, does not include living in Texas. That being said, it is a great place to live, to be able to like afford to live and save your money if you do want to live your dream life later. And I was talking to Joe about that because it is a state with no income tax. I will say property taxes are a little bit of a bitch. My dream, and I know Joe's dream eventually, would to, would be to live in San Diego and specifically like the La Jolla area. And we were looking up houses just to like to get an idea of like what that would cost. Okay. Mm. I mean, the, the, the houses that are normal that I would think are like a normal family home in freaking La Jolla are like $7 million each. <laughs> that was like the median price we were seeing. And then of course, you know, we were looking up like the schools there. Um, and actually the headmaster at my school I went to growing up, uh, my middle school and high school is the headmaster at La Jolla Country Day School now. And we were like, cool, let's see what that, let's see what kind of, what they've got going on over there. We looked it up, $60,000 a year to send your kids in elementary school, I'm pretty sure, to La Jolla Country Day School, meaning the price goes up <laughs> after that. So we're like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, maybe not La Jolla right now. And that would be our dream. But in the meantime, I think it would be smart. Um, he thinks it'd be smart. And, you know, his financial advisor, uh, my tax guy... <laughs> 
basically everyone's trying to get to a place where you're not paying state income tax for quite a long time. And that would be in Texas. So we started looking around. Um, I think next month we might go visit Austin. He's never been to Austin. He has an idea that he'd really like it. I don't know if he'd love it or not. Uh, I've been to Austin obviously quite a few times. Um, but we're going to maybe go next month. We're choosing, do we want to go somewhere tropical for his little three or four day break he gets in the season? Or do we want to go to Austin and like check it out and, you know, have a little mini three or four day trip there? I think it'd actually be three days. Um, so we're seeing about that. Those are some very, very new updates and some new ideas we've been having. We've spoken with one of my friends who's a realtor in Dallas and She's showing us kind of like some options. Um, I'm thinking Dallas is going to be a better fit for us, uh, but who knows? And this isn't going to happen in the next six months, but I feel like it might be something that would happen in the next year or two just to have a permanent place, which would be nice. And I would like to have a place to keep my stuff while, you know, we're going to spring training in Florida and while doing the season in DC or wherever it is that he, you know, if he gets traded or goes to a different team, whatever. Um, it'd be nice to have a place to like put your, like my stuff. And as much as I would love to live on the beach in La Jolla, Dallas isn't a horrible second option. Like there are worse places for us. Um, and I think Dallas would be an okay place for us to live, to save some money for a little while, um, to maybe later, you know, build our little dream life. Joe also has it in his mind that he wants to buy like a barn dominium and like live in the country in Texas. This man has never lived in the country before. Let's note that. Okay. I don't think he's ever been to the country before, to be quite honest. I think he's seen it on TikTok and he likes the idea of having a lot of animals. I used to do summers out and on our like land in deep East Texas where there is no Wi-Fi. Um, if the power goes out, it's out for days. <laughs> We live in like a ranch house on a, on some acreage, okay, in the middle of nothing. Um, that's the kind of place you like, you don't know what's in the woods at night, all right? You might get eaten alive by a wild hog. You got to be careful there. Joe has never experienced that before. The other day I saw a wasp somewhere and I was like, oh my God, I've gotten stung by a wasp like twice out at the ranch before. And he, like, was so freaked out by that. I'm like, I don't know if ranch life slash farm life or country life is for you, my friend. Also keep in mind, he's from Oakland, California. He's from the West Coast. He's from a place where everyone around him is pretty liberal, okay? Moving to a place like Deep East Texas that is rural as fuck next to the cowboy church, uh, I don't know... (laughs) I don't know if that's the lifestyle that you're quite going to vibe with, but I don't know. We'll see. I think Dallas would be, quote, country for him, to be quite honest. (laughs) The middle of Dallas. If you're from Dallas, the places that we're looking are like off of Lover's Lane. All right. And that would be country for him, honestly, at this point. Um, (laughs) I'm kind of kidding, but not really. Anyways, that's enough of an update. All right. (laughs) That's a lot. So I want to talk about this episode. Uh, Claudia and I recorded in standard me fashion, apparently, for literally three hours. All right. So this episode and the next episode are going to be Claudia. I might add in a third episode just because when I'm going through this, I'm wondering, okay, should I cut this out? Should I not cut this out? Like, is this important to me? Is it not important to me? Um, Just to shorten things. And 
What I love about talking with Claudia is the conversations, you never know where it's going to go, but she is so smart and funny and witty and interesting. And she's been one of my best friends in this whole like blogging influencing world since essentially day one. And I just love when she shares more about herself that y'all might not know because I just find Claudia so interesting. And sometimes it's hard for like, you know, each of us to get on our own platforms and talk about ourselves. So I like that I can bring my friends on here and kind of share the parts of them that I love so much with you guys. And so you guys can get to know them a little bit more. If you're someone who follows Claudia, you can get to know her a little bit more. um, And maybe you learned something about her this episode. So I don't really want to cut things out that I find are important to like, show you guys who she is as a person. Um, So it might be two episodes, it might even be three, who knows, maybe the next episode will make it just like longer. I'm very excited for y'all to be able to sit down with Claudia and I and chat. Uh, We had a glass of wine. Claudia had a can. This was a very relaxed talk. Uh, We talk about how we met each other and then like kind of moving into how we became bloggers, social media people. I hate saying the word influencer. (laughs) Y'all will hear about that in a second. Um, But how we kind of made a living doing this and how we kind of been by each other's side the whole time. We kind of talk more about just like our mentality from, you know, we both actually lived in Texas and I met Claudia through being in Texas, actually. Um, she was born in my college town and we connected about that. And then we kind of both obviously gravitated out towards the West Coast and are really appreciative of that experience. So we talk, we talk more about that. And then you learn more about Claudia and her background. She just has like a really cool family background and she just like is the best. So I didn't want to cut too much. And I do, I want y'all to hear all that you can from Claudia and y'all are going to get plenty of Zilla in your life. Okay. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode with Claudia Graziano. All right. So I'm sitting here with Claudia in my living room but i'm sipping a glass of wine claudia's having a can we're about to get into a good combo (sighs) for those of you who don't know claudia has been one of my blogger friends slash real life friends now for quite some time i would say for about five years almost six years now it's true we're ogs we are ogs we We met via instagram so why don't we discuss how we met after (laughs) You introduce yourself and talk about yourself. What do you do? Give us where to find you on Instagram. Give us your whole vibe. Okay. Hey, guys. My name is Claudia Graziano, but my friends call me Zilla. It's a very important fact that you should know. I am an Instagrammer slash new YouTuber. I am weak on the talk, so that's not the place to find me. On Instagram, I'm at Claudia Graziano, and I am also my name on YouTube. Uh, Peyton and I, like she said, we go way back. We actually met in the early days of blogging slash influencing. I hate to say influencing because influencer is such a dirty word to me. It sounds so yeah, pretentious. Yeah, but like at this point, whenever you're doing multiple things, you're not doing blogs anymore. Like we don't write on a blog anymore. I've been trying to get away from the word influencer forever and just been mm-hmm. like, I'm a blogger, but like, I'm not a blogger it's anymore. A dirty word. So what do you say? You're, if you do YouTube, Instagram, TikTok for your job, what else would you call yourself? Ugh, I don't know. Cause content creator is kind of sounds not, a bit more expansive. Than, yeah, it does. Hey, I'm a girl with an iPhone eating a, yeah, whatever the fuck. 
I say content creator sometimes, but that sounds even like just as douchey as influencer. I feel like I just ride with blogger because it's like, it's kind of vague and Uh no one's going to talk shit to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I say a lot of time? Mm. I do social media. Someone's like, what's your job? I'm like, I do social media. Mm. For a while I said digital marketing. It's literally <laughs> so vague. It's absolutely 100% true. I know. Yeah, but like true. people aren't going to like press it. You can move on. Yeah, and yeah. also it's nice for people not to then be like weird about. People get weird about social media sometimes. Even though likes and follows don't matter at the same time. Sometimes people get weird. Well they think that you think you're cool. Oh yeah. For sure. And you're like, I don't think I'm cool. Really? It's I, just Monopoly money. It's like not well, it's, real. Exactly. Or it's also mm-hmm. like we're just confronted with people every single day who are so much cooler. So like no no one sitting here on my worm couch right now thinks that much <laughs> of themselves. And it's also work. Like I feel like um, because it's work, we're just kind of – I could have a million followers. And to me, that doesn't reflect the person that I am. It just reflects how hard I've worked to gain mm-hmm. traction and literally market – myself whether it's my real self or whatever personality mm-hmm. I'm trying to market on the yeah, internet yeah. I was successful at that that's literally what the numbers mean mm-hmm. which makes it different for you know quote-unquote influencers as opposed to like people who use social media for social and also I think the difference too as a brand like when I think of my social media in a brand light I, no matter what number you get to you're so busy focusing on your work and on to the next thing that mm-hmm. the number is like abstract doesn't you're never well you're never, never be satisfied abstract is the perfect word for that it's never enough mm-hmm. it's always more because you want more money you want more whatever because it's a job and honestly that's how i think it should be treated as much as possible i know it's hard obviously because it's also our life but well i think it's i think it's easier for us to treat it that way when it is our job rather than like if i was doing social media for social purposes mm-hmm my life on social media would be completely different because you know I fucking hate it. Yeah. I'm the only influencer <laughs> yeah. I know who fucking hates social media. Yeah. Not yeah. because I hate what it does or it's not the body dysmorphia and like all the bad parts that people normally talk about. Mm-hmm. I just have anxiety. So like the idea of like always being available for someone to slide in my DMs. Mm-hmm. I can't even answer text messages. Yeah. You can't answer text messages either. Should I have an answer to text messages <laughs> since 2003, guys? So like DMs, I'm like, fuck dude like these people can dm me and which i i appreciate on some level but i'm also like someone can dm me at any time of day all day all the time on holidays on the weekends when i'm doing something important when i'm having my fucking child at some point <laughs> someone could be dming me about like where did i get my slippers that i'm wearing at the you know what i mean and like at, because you know it's our what? job we it's think good. about answering it's good that people care you they know? care and I like it, but it's such a double-edged sword where it's like, that's a good sign that people care, but it's also like at these pivotal moments of my life, I'm going to be fucking thinking about my DMs because I'm so stressed about them. It's, that's just what working in social media does versus if you just got on social media to like look cool or show your life, like you're traveling with your family or your boyfriend or whatever, like that's a completely different approach to social media than what totally. we have, which I'm a little bit jealous of sometimes. Well, if I ever if I ever quit this job, guys, I'm going dark mode. <laughs> no <laughs> one will catch find me, me on an island in Bermuda. I will be. That's I what I'm be. trying to do, dude. If I could have my way, I literally would post once a week max on social media. Full disclosure would work out really well for me. I would hire out everything that needs to be done day to day including like shipping and all that stuff, which hopefully hopefully will be happening soon. That will become my full-time job. And then I'll be able to just like 
go to a private island somewhere yeah do your work you're like and I'm lay. living now on a private <laughs> island with wi-fi that's all i need i don't care i'm not gonna look at social media once i'll hire someone else to do that and i just and then i'll leave and i'll like literally drink from coconuts and just lay <laughs> and like do you. mushrooms and drink Sounds wine amazing. and eat amazing food and have sex yeah that Why is euphoria. <laughs> Peyton's dream job is actually called heaven, I think. <laughs> it's called being an island woman. <laughs> well, okay, back back to the point of me asking you well, I forgot even what the question was. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> All right. So anyways, so that's Claudia. I've known Claudia for a while. We actually connected via Instagram when I was uh, in college. I was 20. I was actually 22. I was in my senior year, actually. So I'd moved out to LA. I'd done that whole thing. I came back because you picked me up from an Airbnb I was staying at. Mm -hmm. I came to LA for an event because that's what I would do back then is basically I told my parents I was not going home to finish college. I was like, I'm leaving and I don't want to be like, cool, cool. Yeah. Glad we did this for you. They're like, well, I I was studying politics. I was like, I'm not going to law school. I learned about the justice system and I was like, oh, Loki, there's no justice in this. Cool, 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 cool. And then all of my like vigilante spirit was ruined. So then I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to law school. Then she said, I'm going to be Batwoman. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. By night. (laughs) Influencer by day, Batwoman by night. Basically, I told my parents I was not going to finish college. My mom was like, yeah, do it. And my dad was like, fucking no. He's like, Like, we we paid too much for this already. Dear God, right? Um, Yeah, he's like, please just finish it. Because that was my senior year. I was like halfway through. I was like. But yeah, I just, I did not want to finish. So when I was in that last year, that last semester, my parents were really lax on helping me come to LA if I needed to come to LA for work because I'd started a blog and I was doing that for a job at that point. I wasn't being paid very much, but I I had started doing it as work. So I came here one weekend because there was a four card event. And I came here literally for the event. And think, looking back at it now, it's like, those are events you would like, I love four card. But like events now, you're kind of like, okay, I'll go if I have time or whatever. I flew to LA for the four card event. And I will say it was like this event that I should not have been invited to. It was like really big creators and me with ten less than 10,000 followers on Instagram. And people have, have been like famous on YouTube for years. And there was like literally 15 of us. And so... I flew out here for that, and I that's when I met up with you. So Claudia and I have been talking on Instagram. I went to college at uh, Texas A&M, so I was in College Station, Texas. Mm-hmm. Claudia had lived in College Station, Texas. Mm-hmm. Were you born there? Yep. I was okay. born in Bryan College Station. Oh, my God. Texas Aggies, baby. So College Station, actually, like, the, the city um, – the neighboring city is called Bryan and mm-hmm. I actually lived in Bryan for a little while while I was in college mm-hmm. too. We connected because of that. And then I came in town, Claudia picked me up and her red Mustang. <laughs> what a first impression. Was it, was it Lorenzo? Lorenzo. Yes. yes. Lorenzo. So Claudia, I like get in the car with Claudia. I don't even fucking know her. I literally am like, pick me up at my Airbnb. And then we like went to Gracias Madre. We bonded, we got a little tipsy and then I went back home and then like a little less than a year later, I moved out to LA finally. So that's how we met. And we kind of just grown, uh, together since then. Uh, we have kind of different strategies, different brands in terms of our own type in terms of our own social media. We're actually both managed by the same exact manager now too, though. So but we that's, like, that's credit to Peyton. I will say Peyton is, Peyton is the keystone. She, she has brought the people together. So, we gotta we gotta give credit where credit's due. Well, there honestly, for sure. credit to Cora, our manager, because she 
was the one that started the conversation with me and her like years ago. Cause I've been with my same management for a long time. I would say three years now almost. And I signed with them because they were the first management agency that approached me that it wasn't like the biggest cheese dicks ever. Yeah. Being like getting on the phone and be like, we're going to make you so much money and then we're like, going to do this. No, even like smaller commission breath. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I talked to Cora and, and they were so raw and real and normal. And like every time I, I like was like, well, what about this? What about this? Can I write this out of the contract? They were literally like, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't want to trap you dude I'm like thank god so I signed with them and then I was like everyone needs to sign with them so then like Claudia signed with them a couple of our friends are with them now Mm -hmm. too so we our paths in terms of this whole blogging influencing thing have been really parallel parallel. yeah so different but the same Mm -hmm. I was talking to TK about this on the last episode I did with her Mm -hmm like how we all have our different brands and different ways of doing things. And like, sometimes some of us make more money on one freaking social app than the other. What's funny about me. So me talking to TK, my roommate, if you all have not listened to TK's episodes, we have two, the last two ones were TK. Um, we were talking about how funny it is. Not really funny, but like interesting that we can all be so different and our lives day to day are pretty different but they're actually, the bones are the same. So we use the same apps. We're all on Instagram. We're all on YouTube. We're all on TikTok. We use Visco. We use fucking Final Cut. We're all using the same apparatus to produce such different results across social media, which is what TK and I were talking about because I just made uh, Claudia watch TK's new car video because it's brilliantly done. She's so freaking good <laughs> I, like, at editing. Honestly, I feel like I need to create a song so that she can make a music video of it right? because that was a masterpiece. If y'all haven't uh, watched her new car video, it's amazing. It's literally like you feel like you're at the theater to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like we she's need, like, so good at that. For this new car yes. reveal, which like. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but when I hear new car reveal, I'm like, mm, okay. Uh, yeah. No, bored. this was not like that. <laughs> no, it was a full production. But TK took the tools that me and Claudia both have access to and created her own thing with it. So it's like, we're all the same, but we're all different. So even like with Claudia and I, I would say we're probably more similar in the terms of like where we make our money as I influencers. I think our origin was similar and that yeah. was part and of we're, too. Yeah, we're you know? similar ages. Um, TK's 23, I'm 27, you're 29. So like, we're a little bit up there. We're oh too- my God, how dare you? <laughs> she, she just called us golden girls. No, we are literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home and like dye my grays. It's fine. <laughs> honestly, I'm not sad about it really in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I feel like getting old definitely has its perks. You, Claudia, you're going to be the most happy old person ever. You're going to be like my grandma. <laughs> my grandmother is like 70 in her seventies. Now she's like, I have never been happier Peyton in my entire fucking life. She's like, this is the life dude. People don't have to give a fuck at all. Once, once you get a certain age, you're like, Hmm, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm going to tell, so if someone's rude, I'm going to tell them to fuck off. If I fart, I am just going to fart. I like, I feel like old people literally do not care. <laughs> well, and they've been and working. I love that for them. They've been working their whole lives. They have like stockpile of money. They're like, <laughs> I can do whatever I want. Like, fuck y'all. Yeah. They have no, like half their friend. My grandma's like, half my friends are just like dying out and, I'm saying bye to them. And then that's going to be me. And like, you know what? Life goes on. I'm like, grandma. Oh my God. Like that's literally going to be you. First of all, that is going to be me for sure. But so Peyton's grandma is one of my, Peyton and I have been friends for so long that we have like favorite stories and things about each other. But Peyton's grandmother is one of my favorite characters of Peyton's life. She is 
just such a source of inspiration and she is just such a wild card she when we were i'm i don't know if you guys saw it but when we went on our arizona trip we were talking about peyton's grandma and her shotguns and she is just such a character and i love her i aspire to age like that literally this is gonna be claudia let me just set the scene for y'all my grandmother (laughs) my grandparents both came from louisiana okay so they're like from like times where they would not only not like be able to pay for shoes and stuff but like they caught chickens and like defeathered them like cut their heads off defeathered them cooked them like that's how they ate food okay so like they didn't live in the cushy lifestyle that i got to live because of them they don't think the cushy lifestyle is that cool they literally like my grandma never changed from that time the woman has Probably never worn a bra in her entire life. Which she's a hippie. Peace up, right? <laughs> I never wear a bra. She's like fuck that. She's a horse person. She loves her horses. She is the like person that lives in Texas who is married to an oil man. Okay, so she wears all tie dye, tie dye Crocs, tie dye shirt. She goes down to her horse barn. She. Um, I know you guys have a wild mental image and now you know why I love hearing about Peyton's grandma. She's like a Buddhist. She's, She's in the middle of Texas, in the middle of like podunk. We've, we have had a place in deep East Texas for so long. And this is like really intense, like extremist white right wing people. Yeah. My grandma could not be more left wing. If you like tried to make a person more left wing, she is just like existing in that space. She like goes to like the church of, Unitarians because yeah. she thinks like you know like the world should just be better and we should just make the world a better place like yeah. she's a freaking angel on the earth yeah and the older she gets the more she's like don't want to put on makeup she's never gotten she has never gotten filler Botox like she would literally rather die she's like literally I don't understand why and why here's the thing with that I think that you are gonna be like her like you have kind of like that kind of I'm life. going extremist guys I'm going for right. hair extensions and nails and lashes <laughs> and all the things I feel like I'm gonna burn out hard I'm just gonna You're be just like, like what the fuck ever she I'm just gonna, lays I'm around grow a beard and you'll find me in a cave somewhere yeah like- <laughs> you've explained kind of what you do how we met each other um that we're both manic in our own ways. <laughs> You're manic. I'm manic depressive. You're a manic ADHD kind of manic. You yeah. know what I mean? Hey, yeah. We have a, we have overlaps in our sadness, <laughs> but our, uh, our resting state Peyton is like more subdued and mine is frantically running hair on fire. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you subdue yourself kind of. That's what like, I see moments you, of peace. I, I, people <laughs> with someone with severe ADHD, like you have, yeah. like you like, you're like so stunned into, sub- into submission because mm. there's so much going on in your mind. Yeah that that's your piece yeah yeah (laughs) guys if i were to explain adhd to someone who didn't actually have it or know much about it i would say it's like you're watching the tv and someone else has the remote and every time you start to get invested in whatever it is you're watching immediately the channel changes Mm -hmm. and that is how my life exists in my brain (laughs) so and then i'm just depressed so here we are we also bond over those things too because we get together and we're like how's your mental illness and then we're like how's <laughs> yeah. yours we're, we're like sup my fellow broken humans <laughs> yeah, what's wrong let's with be you? broken together but it's okay. also it's nice to have someone who understands that right like mm-hmm. if you have depression you're like i don't i don't want to text anyone back i don't want to see anyone like it's like you know you're walking as you do things you're going through quicksand everything's yeah. really heavy and difficult and so it's nice to have a friend who understands those pains and sufferings mm-hmm. and can not only relate and can like give you like a pep talk when you need it but also like 
if you're having a day and you don't text them back, they don't care. And you also know to not take it too seriously. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you have friends with mental illness, then you're like, oh, this is just normal. And mm-hmm. like, maybe it's just my brain tricking me and then you don't think about it too much. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's my fave because mm-hmm. you can wallow in depression. distraction technique. Yeah. I really don't wallow in depression. I'm more like, oh, this is just like my brain tricking itself all day, every day. And then I just live my life. You know what I mean? Payton's really good at powering through. I don't know. For... It was, I don't know, maybe a week ago. I was having a really bad day. And Peyton was like, well, have your anxiety attack and then keep it moving. And it's <laughs> yeah. funny. It's so funny because that is, Peyton is so high functioning. And I admire that because my style of depression is hermit. So the, I'll be really, really, really productive for like a few weeks. And then I'll be incognito. And I won't yeah. call anyone. I won't text anyone. Honestly, we could both take a page from each other's playbooks though because I could be more of a hermit like I could give myself more leeway you yeah. know what I mean just to like yeah. lay because I think that's really good for you too like that's yeah. that's not something to sleep on but let's reverse <laughs> get it sleep on <laughs> <laughs> or it is something to oh, sleep okay, on okay. <laughs> um, okay so Claudia like I said was born and lived in Texas but then give us a little brief synopsis of your life mm-hmm. oh okay. <laughs> your entire let's life go. since day one okay. no but just tell us I want I want people to know more about you because it makes you make so much sense when you know about like you moving around, your family, things like okay. that. Okay, I'll I'll try to give the Tune quick and dirty in. version. Yeah. So I am originally from Bryan College Station, Texas, where Peyton went to school. Um, it is a college town, so Texas A&M. My parents are psychologists. They are social psychologists, which means they do research. And both my parents have had. Uh, research labs where they study personality and agreeableness and uh, snobbery and all kinds of crazy things and that's why claudia is overthinking everything all the time because guess what she's an only child living with two psychologists (laughs) so look i mean if you wonder why i'm broken just know that alone and um but no so my parents are amazing actually they're really cool they had me when they were way older and so they're very patient and understanding and I feel like they've lived so much of their own life that they they it's hard to really bother them you know yeah they're both smart as fuck and also I want to mention because this is just a great visual especially because on podcast I love to get like (laughs) yeah visual it up okay so Claudia is a teeny tiny like brown like tan (laughs) brown eyes brown hair just like everything you kind of remind me of my brother you and my brother have the same coloring Because um, my family is Italian as well. Mm-hmm. Claudia's family is Italian. Mm-hmm. Her parents are both teeny tiny people as well. My mom is five one. My dad is five five. Yes. So just I want to give see you all together. Just to give so you an bad. idea, and <laughs> we have wiener dogs. Oh my god, that's right. My favorite wiener fact dogs. about Claudia is they used to raise show wiener dogs. Yeah, it's a. I mean, I know we're painting a very colorful picture, I right? Know. I love an only child, two psychologists parents and a bunch of wiener dogs and y'all are all teeny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you have so much personality yeah. and so like just the biggest brains <laughs> yeah they're i so love that both image. my parents have phds in psychology so they are i think they collectively went to school for like 40 years or Jesus. something which is insane they just know they love education they love academics i admire that they want genuinely want to make the world a better place with their with their work and so, they were professors correct yes. so okay. they were professors so I've always lived, my parents moved a lot, kind of. We always lived in college towns. So we'd go on, you know, my parents would go on a sabbatical and do research at another school or whatever. But so I 
originally lived in Texas. At, we, my parents were at A&M. Then we went to Arizona. They were at ASU. We went back to Texas. Then my parents, we moved to Indiana. So when I was in fifth grade, we moved from Texas to Indiana. I did not want to move to Indiana. There's nothing actually wrong with Indiana, but if, as many people know who've been to middle America, a lot of it looks the exact same. So I, I wasn't I mean, so I would sure say the about same winter. For Bryan College Station, though, too. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> true. Not, it's not quite, you know, the Pacific Coast. Yeah. <laughs> if you will. Yeah. yeah. It was a. Yeah. But so you it, did say you lived in Texas because I do true. have people who follow me from Texas, and because I obviously am a Texan. Texas. You know, I'm a Texan person. Um, and Claudia was telling me the other day that, like, when she moved to Indiana, she was so, like, such a Texan at that point that she was like, ew, what else is any, where else is there to go? Because, like, I'm <laughs> yeah. from Texas. Yeah. You know, Texas people have a lot of Texas pride. And that is one of my favorite things about Texas. Like, literally every other state is, like, a loser in their mind. And yeah. Well, they're just normal. I love that pride. I love it. <laughs> We're obsessed with ourselves. No, I love Texas. Texas is the shit. You know what? I didn't love Texas. Well, mm. I, I did love Texas when I lived there. But, mm. like... I love Texas more when I left mm -hmm. and I like Texas from afar. Oh, yeah. That's my biggest thing. Yeah. I like to be like, I'm from Texas, but I don't have to go there to the places that I don't want to be because I'm bored. You know what I mean? Yeah. Love Texas though. I love, I love Dallas. I love those places. But every time I go home to like Fort Worth, which I love my friends and family, but I'm also like, I'm just proud to be from here. Yeah. Um, well, but I, mean, I don't want to be in there. That, it's not a lot of, you know, I think we both are adventurous kind of people and you know as much as we might be change adverse in our day-to-day -day, I feel like we're very as we said change like we we're excited by new things new people new places big new things yeah can I just tell you yesterday I was watching a video on TikTok uh, like I do every night <laughs> I was watching this video and it was like basically like this video that showed you the size of you in comparison to like your neighborhood and then it zoomed out further and it showed you like your city and then it kept zooming out zooming out and then it would zoom out like throughout like obviously the universe and then like all the way out back towards the observable universe which is like tons oh, of galaxies Jesus. and all this stuff <laughs> so it showed us when it showed us the solar system with our like sun and everything it zoomed out to the milky way galaxy and this guy the narrator was like and this is the galaxy where we will always stay and always know and we'll never leave it because we'll never be able to. And it reminded me that of like of a challenge. Just, I know. Yeah, I was I'm like, like, I want to fucking I'm go. I'm like, that's it. What's yeah. out there? <laughs> Let's fucking go. I got to go. Peyton and I are busy yes. now studying um, right? astro engineering. So I literally got triggered. I was like, I can't. I can't leave here. It made me feel trapped. And I think that's at the end of the day, that's really what it is. When you want to adventure as you feel trapped. But, okay. I like adventurous. Right. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, I'm like on my solar system. I'm trapped here. So it's funny that you say that because I just think like, um, that's something that triggers me as like not being able to adventure. And I'm like, I can't go past the bounds of this. It really pisses me off. I mean, understandable. I think, I mean, I don't know if you guys watched the Michael uh, Jordan documentary, I have, but yeah. okay, you need to watch it. It's really interesting. I mean, just like any like really successful athlete or professional, I think it's really interesting to hear about their mindset. And I think one of the biggest things, he obviously had an insane work ethic, but one of the things that is always brought up is that when people talk shit to him or say they can't or say he's doing a bad job, he's just like, Gah! Like yeah. freaks out like and I kind of feel like it's a little bit of that but that's good you know yeah I think to a certain extent that pushes you to succeed I mean perhaps it'll make us unhappy but it I think, probably I will, think yeah. it will push well, us to succeed if we can 
keep, you know, no, keep I agree. pushing our own boundaries. I agree with that. My Actually, my grandpa was one of the first people in my life to believe in what I'm doing right now. And he Which, went on his guys, own and did his own thing. How, would, how admirable is that? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that a lot, at least like my grandparents were way, way older. Um, but I think it's crazy because it's so far out of their norm. And yes. to just have faith in new technology and have faith in us like Mm -hmm. that's awesome he was very much like so he is an oil man and he was around kind of for the bigger you know the a lot of the history of oil in texas especially in the 80s that was happening like on a on a larger scale and he got to be a part of it because he was really good at his job and he started his own company kind of early on and for him when i moved out here he was like you're an explorer like this is you know, that reminds me of an old time gold rush. Like you have to be there to get a yeah, piece of the pie is literally sure. what he said. He would text me that. That's so funny. But, so true. And he's like, you're an explorer. He's like, I'm an explorer. I explore land. I find oil and you're an explorer. You are exploring the social space, space that it's is new at that really point. new. Really, I mean, it's still new, but I mean like it was like at the point that, so Peyton and I both moved here like by ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's something, you know, when I think of all my, what I don't know perceived or real achievements or accomplishments something that I am most proud of myself is that I, after I graduated college I was like this is what I want for myself and I'm gonna do it and I'm Wait, gonna find that's, a way and to that's do a it. parallel here's the thing that's what started both of our parallel mm-hmm. like that's what it started our parallels mm-hmm. I guess our parallel mm-hmm. lines that are running mm-hmm. I had the same feeling I remember the moment that it hit me I remember calling my mom and I was crying because I was so weirdly like it was just a moment yeah you know what I mean yeah and I was like I'm coming here I'm doing it. Like I'm doing this and yeah. I have to do it. Yeah. And I that's, see it that's how I feel about full disclosure right now, starting this and investing all this money and doing these mm-hmm. things. I'm like, I feel weightless. It almost mm-hmm. makes you feel like a little bit nauseous when you have that feeling. You're like, you don't even know what you're doing, but you're mm-hmm. like, I have to fucking do yeah. it. And I think that that's where our parallel stories start mm-hmm. is like that moment. A leap of faith. It's a huge leap In of yourself. faith. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to have people on your side. My grandpa was on my side. But my point was the whole explorer thing. I, I look at things like this. And if you're starting a business, if you're, you know, looking for oil, if you're doing something completely new that you don't understand the landscape of, and almost more importantly, that no one else understands the landscape of either, like you're learning as everyone else is learning. That's like truly being an explorer. So I think that like that video on TikTok I was saying, that's why it triggers me so much because I'm like, oh. You mean I can't do it? Yeah. Fuck you. Like, yeah. oh my God, I have to go. I'm, yeah. I'm not stuck on this planet. Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Like, I'm like pissed off. Uh, okay, so while Peyton gets us off the planet, I'm going to design some really cute outfits. Cute. To get some little astronaut Functional suits. and. Aesthetic. Yes. <laughs> well, so Claudia, she she grew up in Louis, er, Louisiana. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> that wine. Up. What was it? Peyton's. Peyton's wine heaven or whatever. Yes. She's, uh, uh, she grew up in Indiana and you, you went to school. Mm-hmm. I went to high school and college in Indiana. I'm actually very much a person who has to like, I mean, I guess this kind of goes with the theme, but I decided I was over my high school at one point. I tried to transfer. I realized that was actually way worse. I transferred back. My mom was going to kill me. We went through full transfer twice. And it's just like, okay. Here's the thing. In you one week. You weren't afraid to change something if you didn't like it. You didn't just like yeah. sit there and like let it like haunt you forever. You literally were like, for no, sure. I'm fucking doing it. Bye. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, you know, okay. That was an attempted change, right? But so then I, I went to college. I went to Purdue, which... Purdue I had free tuition at Purdue and I hated it I went there for one semester I absolutely fucking hated it it was a lot of um 
Purdue's an amazing school, but it was a lot of the people that I went to high school with, which you would think, how is that even possible? Like, go forth. It's a big school. Meet new people. No. Like, there were, like, five or six people who I went to high school with on my dorm floor. And I wanted... Purdue? Like, 40 or 50,000 people. Really? It's that big? Yes. So... Oh, my God. I was like, you know what? Like, something that was important to me, I like I've said right along, I love meeting new people. I like seeing new things. I... You know, I like trying things and I felt like I was kind of like there was more out there that I wasn't getting in a college experience if it was that close to home with that many people I already knew. And it's easy to rely on those friends from home as a crutch, you know, instead of meeting new people. So I transferred to Indiana. So there was my second uh, academic location move. Um, And I honestly, I had the most amazing experience. I learned so much. I met so many people. I dicked around a lot. I and by dicked around, by the way, I am saying I like didn't go to class. I'm not saying I got dicked. <laughs> I feel like I need to clarify here. It sounded really suspect. Um, we know what dicked around. <laughs> okay, okay, just making sure it, it sounded a little. That's different scary. than getting dicked down. Yeah, okay. okay. So she didn't get dicked down, guys. <laughs> okay. She got dicked around. Yes. Maybe yes. she got dicked down too, but only no, sparingly. No, okay. <laughs> sparingly. Not by oh everyone. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah. So college I was in a sorority anyone who knows me will tell you it's probably not shocking but I was extremely involved in my sorority I lived in a humongous sorority it was uh I think like 150 girls and everyone lived in it was a lot going from being an only child to living with 150 girls I think I had an anxiety attack the first week every day um because there was nowhere quiet there was constant screaming the amount of just estrogens like rolling around in the air like no so, but I was super involved. I held a lot of random positions because I like really enjoy the community aspect. And that's, I have an only child. I always wanted siblings. So that was something fun for me to have that like sisterhood. Oh, so cheesy. I hate to say it, but <laughs> that sisterhood. Um, and yeah, so I graduated and I changed my major six times. I had no, I, yeah, six times. And by the way, guys, not to toot my own horn, but I did graduate on time still. What? I know. (laughs) So, okay, I was... I'm trying to think of all the majors I even was. It's hard to even fathom now. Well, Loki, I I see you being really good at school, one, because once you have your Adderall, you're unstoppable. Guys, I didn't even start... I didn't... First of all, I didn't know I had ADHD until I was second semester of college Mm -hmm. or of freshman year second semester first whatever the fuck i'm trying to say yeah you get the point but yeah um adderall changed my life for i'm not saying you know don't it's widely over prescribed but if you do need it it will change your life for the better and having suddenly the ability to focus on something for more than five minutes wow (laughs) it's such a game changer (laughs) um but anyway so majors i my besides what I ended in I was actually architecture and interior design longest um I have always really loved aesthetics things I was a studio art minor I loved to paint which sadly is something I've gotten away from but I used to paint and draw wait Claudia let's go paint somewhere I've been wanting to do that so bad I would love to do ceramics too Oh my, so I know that a ceramics place is close to here actually, but we can find somewhere more in the middle of us. Claudia lives on the West side and I live downtown. So we're like, we're kind of far depending on the traffic, mm-hmm. but there's like a ceramics place uh, downtown. And then I also found, I actually haven't found a studio for like, I'm good at drawing. I've never been a painter, mm-hmm. 
but I've never really even tried painting. But literally, I am down to like schedule that in the week and like do something cool. Because also, it's cool to do and it'll be helpful for our mental health, I think. Yeah, but also it'd be cool to take pictures. Oh, <laughs> no. You know my brain. I'm like, oh, guys, kind of Ivy. We're try- I'm trying to make plans where we don't do stuff, and Peyton's like, wait, but this could be good content. And then you're like, hey, let me get vlog it. Yeah, I, I know. And then we're gonna have a ma- Then come. it'll be good content, and then I'll be like, okay, fuck you. And right, then it'll, you know what? It'll, it'll end up being like it always does. What? Work. Yeah. Something that was supposed to be fun, we always make it work. Yep. Or, my life. I mean, there's two options. The other option is somewhere along the line we'll snap and then we'll start drinking and we'll probably... Oh, if I'm painting and drawing, I'm oh. going to be drinking wine. What do you think? What, what, do you think that's, what else would I be doing? Drinking? I don't know, man. Um, okay, so moving... I love that we're getting off the point, honestly. Yeah, Because I love... No, I like it. I'm like... No, I... We're sitting in our living room and this is how a normal conversation would be going. We're, we're just so happy you're here. I <laughs> On Peyton's worm couch. Right, on my worm couch. Which, you guys, by the way, I feel like it's... I I don't know if Peyton has revealed this info yet, but one of my favorite... This couch is the most aesthetic, trendy, beautiful couches. It is internet famous itself. But one of my favorite comments that I can't unthink is when when Joe called it the ball sack couch. <laughs> and I, I think about it often, more than I should no, probably, wait. and I just laugh. Listen, okay, can I tell you the story about this couch? This is me interjecting with my story about the yeah, couch. Yeah, tell us. So TK and I were actually... Courting two furniture companies to courting, courting. Oh, I love that you said it that way. Right, and so we're like, because you know the song and dance yeah, you do yeah, with companies. Totally. So my manager reached out. Her manager reached out. We were trying to figure out kind of like the deliverables for various, you know, companies, and we were both we both landed on this company that was um, doing like a custom version of the restoration hardware cloud couch that everyone has. And they said that they would do one for us. So we were like mapping it out. And the the couch I have now, that company we'd been talking to, we thought this was like a cool couch, but we were like, Oh, it's so crazy. Cool. We'll add it into the links of the couches that we want. Um, we did not like, we weren't seriously considering it that much. And I had not yet emailed my manager to be like, Hey, by the way, we're going with this more simple. Oh couch. God. So I'm like, I emailed Wait, why I have I never Cora. heard this story I emailed this Cora. amazing, honestly. TK's like, okay, we make the decision. We're like, okay, we're going to go with the cloud <laughs> okay, couch. Ma- you're like, okay, I guess yeah. we're getting this We're going to get this couch. simple couch, right? And then so I emailed Cora and I'm like, hey, by the way, we're just going to go with this one couch, just letting you know. She's like, um, what? They already sent it to you. We were like, what? Literally that day FedEx called me and delivered oh, this couch. Okay, first of all, you guys... I don't know about you, but my furniture usually takes six months to arrive. Okay, well that's so why I don't even know what that luxury would be let like. Me tell I just you, like thank the couch the was sweet lord. Signed, sealed, delivered. By the way, this couch is fucking expensive. Yeah. So I didn't even think they were. Gonna, I did not think they were going to give this to us at all. We kind of just put it in there because we needed five selects, and then we like to send them for options, right? So I this guys, couch also shows up. I'm really mad because I I've been searching for this chair version of this couch. The company Peyton got it from. Stop making it. I oh I kid you God. not. If you find like the original version of this couch, it's gonna cost like four thousand. Oh, the lean rose, whatever. Yeah. So let me and, also and say Nick, that Nick, I was like Nick, what do you think? And he saw the price tag and just like spit out his drink. He's like, nice try. <laughs> so my couch is a knockoff of this this couch by a company called Lean Rose. I think is how you would say it. 
um, or line rosé or something like that. I don't I know try if it's to, French. It's, you know those things you just don't know how to pronounce. So you try no, to avoid saying it. You sound like a douche. Or you, you yell it. it. Yeah. And then just because then people are like, whoa, okay. <laughs> so that couch is the original. It's fucking crazy expensive. But this couch, the the um, the copy of it is still so expensive people are always mad at me on social media for posting it because they're like like we cannot be rich girls i'm like bitch i didn't even mean for this to happen and it just showed up in my living room (laughs) so thank god though because talk about the universe playing a hand Mm -hmm. this this couch not only is it my favorite couch couch, is the gift that keeps on this is like my entire living room is this couch yeah i'm obsessed with it i could not be more obsessed with it when it got delivered within like two weeks tk and i were like this was like this was amazing. Like this worked out really well for us because we didn't think we wanted it. Then we got it. I sat on my corner. Y'all know the corner that I love. The ball sack corner. The ball sack <laughs> corner. I'm obsessed with it. Um, Lean Rose actually on Instagram reached out to me and they were like, Hey, can we repost this? Cause they thought it was their couch. And I'm like, do you want to send me the $40,000 couch that you actually make? That happened to me That'd once okay. and I've never had more anxiety than when a brand <laughs> posted. It was, you know how. It's like a knockoff of that you brand. Know, yeah, you know how like fashion or like any aesthetic thing is. Like it's trickle down like pretty much once other brands see something cool. They're like, hell yeah, we're making our own version. And that was something that happened to me really early on. Well, especially when it's designer. Like when it's like real designer, like ever, the whole, the the way fashion goes is the designers do something. Everyone mm-hmm. knocks it off mm-hmm. in their own way, yeah. but yeah. it's still, sometimes it's exact or yeah. sometimes it's just inspired by. Yeah. Well, it was exact. <laughs> it was, it was exact. Did they, wait, didn't they repost you? Yeah. They re so, so the brand, it's funny because the brand somehow like the real brand who made the original actually saw it and reposted it not once, but twice. And the whole time I was like, honestly having a heart attack because i was like they're gonna find out that this isn't theirs and like i hadn't tagged them it have was they just... gifted you since then ever oh yeah i've worked with them a bunch of times <laughs> <laughs> so and the thing is it's actually one of my favorite brands so i'm like oh this is really yeah yeah Whew. we gotta leave the name out for uh yeah for absolutely, my, absolutely. For my safety <laughs> that's fucking hilarious yeah i forgot what brand that was but i'm gonna ask you after we yeah. are done with this yeah Kind of what were we even saying? Oh, my ball sack couch. <laughs> Circling back to the ball sack. Um, now we call it the worm layer. The worm. Oh. Because here's how we girl. got there. Joe calls me worm. Not to be cute, but if y'all have ever seen the men in black worms, I need y'all to stop this podcast right now. I when wish he- that we could just blip a tiny <laughs> image of what this is to your brain so you would know. So when I, when I first started talking to Joe, like I basically, let me just explain quickly where this came from. I have very skinny legs and a big belly, okay? Because when I go visit Joe, I couldn't poop for a week, okay? And I had to really level with him on that one. <laughs> I'm just snorting into my microphone in the corner. I, like, I had to level with him on that, and I was really honest about it because he'd be like, looking at me like, you don't go to the bathroom. It's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I can't poop because I'm nervous. So... <laughs> Not even that nervous around him. It's just like anytime I travel, you know, well, yeah, air I mean, travel, things like that. Sure. You get nervous. I'm like, I'm out of my own bathroom. In my bathroom, I could go poop right now. But when I'm like, <laughs> right? She's right like, now, don't get like, it twisted. Yeah. If I wanted to poop right now, I would. <laughs> I love I the can't. defiance. That kind of circles back to the don't tell me I can't you know, do some shit. Don't tell me I can't poop. I can do it right now. But no, when I'm traveling, that's when I literally can't poop. 
So I used to get like a, well, not used to, my entire life. I've gotten a belly because I can stick up my belly really big. That's one of our family skills that we have is we have very skinny legs and huge bellies. So I, I stick my belly out and I'm sitting there. And my limbs are everywhere. My fingers are everywhere. It's like so long, Peyton's you know? so long and skinny. <laughs> like it's honestly insane how long and skinny. Like her arm is on the other side of the room like right now, my, long when and I skinny. Used to, my mom used to make me lay in bed and like straighten my leg up into the air and she go, like a fucking <laughs> like dinosaur okay so that's just like what i look like you need to you oil those puppies yet, right? <laughs> she's like jesus so long um but anyways so joe was would always call me worm and at first i'm like cute pet name right he's like no have you ever seen the worms from men in black you're like again you're like i'm sorry you're not talking about me looking like google that, men in black worms <laughs> i googled it and i was like honestly this is the most fitting thing I've ever seen in my life because I look exactly like that with boobs. Oh <laughs> I look like the men in black worm. So this couch reminds me of a worm. And so we've gone from worm to, to well, we went from no pooping to worm <laughs> to like skinny legs and arms and big belly to the worm couch or to the ball sack couch to worm couch, which is also looks like a ball sack too, to the worm lair. The worm and that's where we are right now, lair. Claudia. We're in the worm lair. I think the epicenter of the worm lair is actually this corner that no one is in. Absolutely. I have to get it in. I'm getting in it. I'm getting in my worm lair. It's, okay, <laughs> it is absolutely the epicenter. This is the worm lair. It's, uh... Now I'm 20 feet away from Claudia because this couch is so <laughs> big. <laughs> okay, dude. This couch, genu- I mean, I don't even need to tell you what this couch looks like. You've seen it all over the internet but Peyton is basically in a different zip code right now <laughs> I'm really far away from her now good exactly how I like it look how far I'm taking a video right now for y'all to reference when I put this video live or when I put this podcast live um go on my story and look at this video and now you can see how far away we are okay <laughs> okay so that is where I'm gonna stop today's episode Obviously, like I said, when Claudia and I have a conversation, we're all over the place. We're discussing Instagram photos, and then we're discussing the perceivable universe. I don't know. Which is what I love about Claudia, because both of us can keep up with our many different conversation topics all at once. And what I like about this form of you guys getting to hear our conversations is that it's just like you're there with us. Um, I just fucking love Claudia so much. So... I don't even know what to cut out when I'm talking to her because she just like is witty and funny and it gives you a really good idea of her personality. And I just love to like showcase that. And I like to showcase that with all of my friends. So that's why it's so difficult for me to like cut down my episodes to like one episode with them sometimes. So we're going to have to like come in with like literally one single conversation topic and just like go off on it in future episodes (laughs) rather than covering a bunch because obviously I cannot cut it down. I really hope you guys enjoyed today's conversation. I really do hope you get the vibe like you're sitting on on the ball sack couch with us hanging out that's the ultimate goal and remember to go follow claudia on socials again one of my favorite people ever and then there's me you can find me at peyton sarton on instagram on tiktok you can also find me on youtube a new vlog actually just went live it's a day in my life in washington dc where i go to joe's game and we actually have the most low-key anniversary dinner ever <laughs> I don't know. We we started dating in the month of June last year. We don't know what day. So like just the month of June is our anniversary. And so we went to a really chill sushi dinner. Um, you guys can see all of that on YouTube. 
I need to make a bigger deal of things. I never like celebrate stuff enough like that. Like I need to like make him like really do anniversary stuff. But honestly, I forgot and he made the reservation. I didn't even realize we were celebrating our anniversary until the happy anniversary sorbet came out. And I was like, oh, this is our, okay. <laughs> didn't know that. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> but anyways, that vlog is live right now. Otherwise you can find me daily on Instagram, on Instagram stories, Please, please, please remember to rate and review if you haven't already or rate or review whatever you have time to do. I would really appreciate it. I absolutely love podcasting. I really enjoy this medium and rating and reviewing the podcast really helps note to self in the end. And I would just really appreciate that. I always remind myself to go look at the reviews because they honestly are always so, so sweet. It's really cool to see you guys enjoying this because like I said, this is like one of my favorite things to do as like a blogger influencer is podcasting. I just like, it's rare that I find like an outlet like this that I truly enjoy from like start to finish. Like Instagram can be kind of a bitch sometimes. YouTube can be kind of a bitch sometimes, but podcasting just like is fun. And I want it to stay that way. (laughs) And I also do want to grow this podcast and make it into something special. So your rating and review means a whole lot to me. Make sure to subscribe uh, on the Apple Podcast app. I think you can like follow the podcast on Spotify. I'm actually not sure of like the back end of Spotify, but any support you can give would be so amazing. I really appreciate you guys. And that's it for this week. I will see you next Tuesday.